0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dorman Inform. I'm Miles Hoffman, here in quarantine to inform you of the next upcoming artists in the music industry. Today, I have Phoebe Cadis, a singer-songwriter all the way from the UK. How are you doing today, Phoebe?
1: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me.
0: What brought you to where you are now as an artist? And to kind of follow up with that, what's it like starting out as an artist in the industry?
1: I think this uh the last two albums came really out of a case of reconnecting with the artist that I think I probably always was since I was since I started which is a kind of classic singer-songwriter sit down at a piano come up with the chords come up with the melody kind of a classic songwriting style which I always did from, you know, when I was a kid, when I figured out that I wanted to be an artist. Um, but I, I kind of went off piste <laughs> in my early twenties and started working with a lot of different kinds of people and kinds of producers who were all amazing in their lane and what they were doing. It just wasn't quite what my thing was. And so I sort of spent a while chasing my tail, figuring out a sound, the classic artist dilemma, if you like, at the beginning of your career figuring out what you want to do with your songs and with your voice and met the right people to work with who kind of just understood what I was doing kind of more than I did <laughs> which was it's a very helpful thing to have.
0: I know from our previous discussions that you also work in the world of being basically a self-managed artist. What's it like working, you know, day-to-day as somebody who manages their own career and doesn't really have a dedicated person to allocate some of those jobs and objectives.
1: Until you meet the right people who really have your interests at heart, you're better off doing it on your own. But I kind of don't see it as a, you know, right now I'm gonna sit down and do the business side of my artistry. I think it all Mm -hmm. blends into one. Especially when it's like, you know, you're booking gigs and you're booking a tour in, and you're talking to musicians and you're booking recording dates and mm-hmm. you're doing all the stuff that uh, maybe a booking agent would do for you. It's, it's definitely a kind of all-in-one reality at this point, the artist and the manager thing.
0: Your most recent album that you just released a couple of months back, It's Okay to Cry. Do you care to talk about some of the visions that you had for that project? And do you feel like you fulfilled some of those goals that you had with the project itself
1: the initial idea for that album came pretty much at the same time I put out honesty which was the previous album mm-hmm. I sort of I I sort of thought of a song title of it's okay to cry and I was like "Ah, oh, that's such a big concept like it you know it really digs into how as a society we're kind of programmed to suppress our emotions and not mm. talk about things and you know push things under the rug I mean especially English people I mean we are the kings of just bucking up and getting on with it you know we we don't we don't address any emotional issues whatsoever um so I was kind of in a prime situation to sort of field research that and I've had plenty of you know things in in my life and in my childhood and family and friends around me who you know we have just kind of britted our teeth and put on a brave face and now obviously there are so many great things to doing that you know resilience and um, independence and you know a kind of a certain strength the different songs it also sort of goes through ups and downs of new relationships and sort of going through all of those emotions but yeah I came up with that idea last year and then sort of figured out the songs as I was going. Uh, And did I do that? I think, well, I did it to the best of my ability, definitely. I'm really happy with the album. I'm really happy with the the material, the songs. I feel like it captured what I wanted to say. Uh, Of course, there's so much more you can say on a topic like that, so. Uh, It'll probably spill into the next album. I can tell you it is spilling into the next album because I'm (laughs) writing
0: writing stuff at the moment. It's exciting to hear that there is more work in process um, and you're progressing at what seems to be a very quick pace. I mean, you had an album release and with that, all the singles that came before it, all of which I felt like were going to become a part of my daily routine mix of music and for for others that i've heard talk about your music they really do connect to some of the concepts that you've painted for us it really is the kind of music that's relatable and in a time like this i feel like a lot of people can definitely appreciate it you could tell your future self what you wanted to accomplish in your next album or what you want to get accomplished in Your next year of releases and content as an artist
1: i'm i'm trying to do this album a year cycle thing just you know keep Mm -hmm. the keep the juices flowing keep the keep the creative creativity up i also want to be gigging a lot more and touring (laughs) hopefully i'm saying hey you made it to nashville uh even during this crazy time I actually had some shows planned in the States um, for this album cycle, but unfortunately they had to be canceled. So hopefully have played some shows. I really want to just get out on the road and play this music.
0: For people listening in, whether they're an aspiring artist, they're somebody who's interested in kind of doing everything themselves in the creative industries. What would you say would be some pieces of advice that you wish you knew when you were entering into this field? It's
1: always good to treat social media as your shop window. So if you were to walk past the shop window and you were looking for a pair of jeans, you're not going to go into a shop where the jeans are looking a bit shabby. They're not very clean. They might be a bit ripped at the sides or, you know, mm. they, they're not presented in the best way. You're not going to go in and buy jeans. So in the same sense, we're selling our music. We're selling our message. We're selling ourselves in a way how would I present myself if I was going to meet some new people, some, potentially some new friends or, or whatever? It's sort of the side of artistry that is kind of, it's a tough pill to swallow and no one really wants to swallow it. But at the same time, you know, it, it's, it's just part of the deal. Surround yourself with people who allow you to trust your instincts. I wish I'd been told that potentially, but also I just think anyone across any industry can hear something like that. It doesn't matter who you are or or what kind of artistry you're in, what kind of creativity. If the people surrounding you make you think, all right, I've got this thing that I think might be a good idea. I'm just going to put it out there, you know, without a fear of being judged or without a fear of just being like, oh my God, that's a terrible idea. I can never say Mm -hmm. that. You can just breathe easy. You meet people who are just like, oh yeah, you're right. I do." That is a good idea. <laughs> it's not a case of like, way, look at me, I have all the best ideas in the world. It's more like, you know, it's a safe space for you to say what you think. Find your community who just make you feel good about what you're doing and about your art and, and about that. And it might you might take a while to find that. It might be quite niche what you're doing. But that's fine, like there will be people out there who enjoy what you're doing. There will be people out there who, you know, will respect your decisions and respect your music and your background and whatever. And it's like, those are the people you want to be making music with. Those are the people you want to be hanging out with. (laughs) And those are the people who are going to consume your music as well. If you want to be an artist, you have to have some kind of instinctual comfort. Something in you that says, I can do this and this is a good idea even if it takes you a while to make the idea.
0: For people who just don't know what it's like to just take a giant leap forward into something that is so unknown to them ahead of time, it's important to just know these values. I'd love to close out this episode just by um, saying a few things. Um, I know right now, during this month, um, any merchandise um, that's bought at Phoebe's Bandcamp it will go to a UK charity organization called Black Minds Matter. So I highly encourage everybody listening in to go check out for Bandcamp. You'll find all her music there as well as any of her merchandise and it's going to a great cause. So um, that would definitely be appreciated. Thank you so much, Phoebe. I really do appreciate all the time and advice that you've been able to provide to anybody listening in the episode. With that, I usually close each episode out with a quote of the day. So today we have a quote that's coming from Robin Williams, the one and only, and it specifically states, no matter what people tell you, words and ideas can change the world. Thank you so much, Phoebe.
1: Thanks for having me.